life in itself is filled with different colors and in those colors different shades but one thing is certain you know whatever shade you pick determines your lifestyle and so with every episode on talk with lumpe we're going to be discussing lifestyle in different shades and colors yeah so i have to see you on every episode bye lockdown period and i hope you enjoy it so i have um a little something you know i've been seeing a lot of tweets and a whole lot of posts about people saying they've just been eating 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 and then i talk about it like real quick like words are you actually hungry or are you food obsessed so in today's podcast you're going to learn the difference between you been hungry and you've been obsessed with food. Okay, welcome back. I know some of you might be thinking hunger, food, and obsession. What's it doing together in a sentence? Well, actually, they actually do go <laughs> and you'll be so shocked. But first, I want to define, you know, some terms which uh, which are hunger and food obsession to you first what is hunger hunger can be defined as a feeling of discomfort or weaknesses caused by lack of food coupled with the desire to eat so it's two things i need you to notice that first you have a feeling of discomfort because there is lack of food now this discomfort has to be coupled with the desire to eat so you need to have the desire to eat and you also need to feel some hunger pounds like you're actually hungry you know like your stomach sends some signals to your brain and then your brain sends it to you know your tummy that oh we need food and then there's rumbling and turning and all in your tummy now food obsession or what you can also call food addiction you know you can refer to people who are compulsive overeaters <laughs> they engage in frequent episodes of uncontrolled eating and this is I've, I've seen people do this a lot okay these are people we call the emotional eaters and also yes now they have a lack of self-control for the food they take in they just take it in not because they are hungry so for hunger there's a desire to eat and for obsession there is no desire whatsoever to eat I I hope someone is getting I know some of you might be thinking, wait a minute, stop right there. Am I obsessed with food or am I hungry? Well, who knows soon? You know soon too. But then pregnant people are permitted to eat as they like and then they still have to watch it. Why? Because uh, because of the hormones that are released during the stage of pregnancy, they actually tend to get more hungry and then they are feeding two people themselves and the soul inside of them, the new fetus in them so they actually permitted to eat more than they used to 
and it's so weird that some pregnant women actually eat lesser than they used to when you know when they were not pregnant so yeah there are certain things that actually influence our eating culture or our eating behavior you know the way you eat and all so first i'll start with culture in the nigerian culture or nigerian setting here i can see that one of the culture here or our ethnic groups here that actually actually eat a lot at the people's they eat so much and the reason is i think it's just them because they have a couple of evil friends you know and they actually eat a lot and they see it as no big deal they feel that's just it that's how you show strength or something i really don't know the reason why they eat like that and i don't even want to know <laughs> Because I find it sometimes strange that they actually have to eat like that. But sometimes I just feel like it's um, a basic part of them. Yeah, a basic part of their culture. Unlike um, the Yoruba or the Asa people that don't really, really eat much. So, society now. Yes. Some societal standards have come to dictate how we eat and the quantity of what we should eat. I see a couple of my family folks, you know, from where we in Nigeria call the overseas, you know, from the US and from the UK. I see how they eat and they actually don't eat so much. They prefer to eat in little quantity. And it's not like the first time I'm actually seeing them. They prefer to eat quality meals in little quantity. And they would rather take junk sometimes. Unlike here in Nigeria, whereby we take quality meals in large quantity and even less quality meals in large quantity, you know, or in larger quantity than those in um, the United States or in Canada or the United Kingdom we see and say that, oh, this portion is much. So family, well this is relative to so many people. Some people will say that in my family we eat well, like in large quantity and so families actually just tell you can only have one slice of bread, one egg or a spoon of fried egg and three glass of milk. You know some family have that kind of standards for their children. You know while some families say that you have to take about six different foods before you even have your major meal and stuff like also it's relative but all these things kind of form how we behave you know and yeah economic status i've come to realize as a person that um the people that we claim to be up the ladder like to be really rich actually do not eat in large um, quantities they actually really really eat in little quantity so that actually makes me like think and sometimes wonder and ponder you know like (laughs) is our economic status actually supposed to define how we eat and i realize that people that are not really well to do in this society actually tend to eat a lot more and i can say i can come to that conclusion that they tend to eat a lot more because they probably don't know when the next meal will be so they just eat what they can eat right now and you know stuff up their tummy and stuff but that's just my perspective i don't know about i don't know the major or the other reasons why they do that so the last one is individuality your person 
you know your person actually like dictates and defines you and you know it determines how you want to live your life because there's a yoruba proverb i'm going to say it in yoruba i'm trying to explain it in english that says that ti aba bi omo eni oman tora e bi in the sense that when a child is born you have to actually go through a stage of rebirthing yourself that is shedding off weight removing things that are not supposed to be and adding things that you feel should be yes that's it so how do you know if you're really hungry uh, i know this question will be running through someone's mind that okay long way i said that we are probably obsessed or hungry we don't know so how do we actually know if we're hungry or not so the first question i'm going to be asking you is that do you have hunger pants now hunger pants come in two different ways sometimes you might be hungry and neglect the feeling of hunger and then it gets to something and it gets to another stage whereby you have microorganisms coming to you know walk because they think there's food but there's not food they start affecting your stomach walls and tada you have ulcer we don't want to get to that stage so if if you set a time for you to eat which is like the second aspect i'm going to go to which is is it your eating time yet i've seen so many tweets and posts that are really really funny but the truth is these things actually happen i've seen tweets about people saying that you keep opening the fridge by 3 a.m don't you think there's a spirit bothering you you are you proud of how your stomach is looking nobody shaming here or anything but the thing is people eat breakfast around 8 a.m or 9 a.m sometimes sometimes i take my breakfast by 11. oh it might be bad to you might be might not be bad to you but oh well that's when i have time to make my breakfast but if you wake up by 4 a.m or by 5 a.m to go to the fridge to cook rice to drink gari to take cereal by 4 a.m meanwhile you ate the previous day during dinner time there is a problem i'm sorry after i lie to like this but i need you to get it if it, it might happen once in a while sometimes it might just be excessively hungry maybe you actually stress yourself you know the day before and then you, you walked really into the night and then ah oh, you're feeling hungry and then you go and take something that's fine but if this happens to you every day that you wake up in the middle of the night or like just feel like putting something in your mouth there's something wrong i'm sorry i have to say it like this but the earlier you know the better there's something wrong with you and that thing that is wrong with you means that you are obsessed with food I understand if you wake up in the middle of the night to take a glass of water, but not wake up in the middle of the night to take cereal or eba or amala or swallow something or even take Chinese food. Something is wrong with you. Now, I want you to imagine your tummy like a fuel tank, you know, that's in your car. Do you eat when you're empty, like when your fuel tank is empty, or do you eat when you're full or half empty or half full? When do you eat? So things that can help you if you know that you are um, a food obsessed person is if you keep you can keep a journal yes you can keep a meal journal 
whereby you put down things you eat and the time you eat it so you can actually see wait am i food obsessed or not but then these are the signs to know if you're really hungry like are you having hunger pants is it your eating time and do you eat when you're empty full have empty have empty full so what are the signs that you are food obsessed or food addicted yes so number one you're an emotional eater this is a psychological problem um when you're sad when you're happy you eat to contain that moment let me explain better people use food as a coping mechanism when they are bored when they are um, anxious when they're having prolonged feelings when they're happy when they are sad i've seen people that i have friends that when they are crying they eat ah something is wrong let's stop here now let's stop in this place something is wrong (laughs) if you're using food as a coping mechanism you need to stop especially in this rona period yes in this corona period you cannot use food as a coping mechanism because whether you like it or not it will affect you because if you keep eating 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 like that you actually gain weight that's it you gain more weight and then you start having guilt you know after that if you hadn't eaten if you hadn't eaten so much or eating you know not within your eating time you probably wouldn't have had um, you wouldn't have added more weight so you're an emotional eater now you eat even when you are not hungry there are some people that actually do this even when you're not hungry they eat stop it please don't do it there are times okay while growing up there are times that my dad would come back home you know by 10 p.m with suya you know and they would just finish having a whole full meal i see myself going going to get um the meal the suya and eat i wonder where the space is in my tummy because usually when i finish taking my portion of food in the night i'm full and i don't want to eat anything and i just want to you know wait a little pass a little time relax a little pee and then go to bed that's basically how i do my routine but I see that I end up having to eat suya, that is added portion to what I have. And then I keep waking up in the night because I'm pressed and I need to wait so many times in the night. So this is what Ojukukuru calls you. Don't eat when you're not hungry. Don't eat when you're full. I've had a moment whereby I had when I was full. I had eaten... Um, I'd eaten swallow, amala, and begiriel, and you would do yes. And then my mom came back with eba and a four, and I ate it too. So I had like two portions of different meals, like within 20 minutes interval. And so I couldn't sleep that night because I was like so discomforted. And I didn't sleep until I thrown up everything I ate. So that's how you know that you're full upset. So it's a normal thing. It could just be some people's stages are advanced, you know, it's a normal thing that you can actually that can actually happen to anybody, but there's a way to stop it. 
Now, are you the drunk kind of person? We call drunks in Nigeria here Ijekuje. Are you the Ijekuje kind of person that will say, please give me 10 Costa biscuits, 3 Caprison, 5 sachets of milk, cheese ball, 1 gala, 1 fish roll, and you will sit down. When you get back, you will not sit down in your house and finish everything. And you're not hungry. Are you that kind of person? You are food obsessed. Now, are you the kind of person that you eat alone? You eat differently when you're alone. Like, you're in your house, legs on the couch, cereal in the bowl, eating it like popcorn, watching TV, taking different drinks. When the cereal in the bowl is done, you go back and pour for refill, put milk, you don't have water, and you're just there on the couch for hours. You're food obsessed. I'm sorry, but you're food obsessed. <laughs> okay so thank you for listening thank you for joining i hope you learned one or two things yes so um the next podcast i'm going to be releasing i'm going to be talking about the six categories of um food obsessed people that we actually have and I'm going to mention a little bit of some. We have the emotional eaters. We have the food restrictors. We have the diet addicts. We have... There's so many. But I'm going to be talking about six in the next podcast. And I'm going to be giving you tips on LD eating. And... Yes. Some other important, important information you need to know about how to overcome food obsession. I really, really, really hope you enjoyed today's podcast so yeah so it's your girl signing out talk with your way bye